sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. As far as the bank is concerned, Mrs. Garrett, that money is yours. Do you ever have a problem balancing your checkbook with a monthly bank statement? Of course you do. So does Eve Garrett every month. Naturally, the bank is always right and Eve is always wrong, except once. An unexpected windfall leads Eve Garrett down a dark path toward disaster in tonight's drama called Pay As You Exit, an original radio play written especially for crisis by Tony Aries. Act One, in just a moment. I was beginning to worry. I came through the park and stopped to watch them pour the concrete for the new swimming pool. Do you think I'll be able to go swimming, Eve? Well, I'm afraid we'll have to wait and see what the doctor says. It may be too soon after your surgery. I'll, I'll be fine by summer. I just know it. They won't fill the pool till then anyway. What are you doing? <laughs> this is a monthly ritual called Balancing Your Checkbook. You'll find out about it all too soon, Shelley. How'd you do? Oh, about as usual. But Bank and I never seem to agree. Miss Hartley and her phony wig must be awfully tired of seeing me traipse into the bank each month, begging for help. Oh, I wish your dad would do this. But this time, I'm sure it's a bank error. There can't be this much money in my account. Hi. Anybody home? Hi, honey. Hi, Daddy. How are you feeling today, Shelley? Oh, you two worry too much. I feel fine. But, Daddy, they're putting a new swimming pool in the park. Will I be okay by summer? Eve thinks it may be too soon. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. And, Shelley, maybe this isn't the proper time to bring it up, but, you know, Eve and I have been married for two years now. Is there any reason why you shouldn't begin calling her mom? I know she'd like it. So would I. Dave, Daddy, Eve and I get along okay, don't we, Eve? Well, sure we do. I mean, it doesn't seem right. I have a mother. I've had a mother. I know she's dead, but... Dave, don't push it. What difference does it make... Tell you what, Shelley, why don't you run, I mean walk, upstairs and do your homework, and I'll call you when dinner's ready. You really know how to get off the hook, Eve. See you later. Dave, I don't mind. Her mother died in a terrible beach accident. Well, it must have been a traumatic experience for her, standing at the top of that cliff and watching it happen. Give her time. Uh, you're right. As usual, Eve. Do you think we've let her go back to school too soon? Oh, she looks so pale and tires so easily. Stop worrying. Dr. Banner said it was okay as long as she doesn't overdo. She's 14. You know how youngsters bounce back? Now, what's for dinner? Leftovers. They're in the oven. Well, I've been trying to balance this darn checkbook. Darling, you, uh, you didn't...
didn't put some extra money in my account last month, did you? <laughs> I thought you'd never notice. Well, then you did. Oh, but so much. You should have put it on Shelley's doctor bill. Wow. I know we're pretty strapped. But I never thought you'd get so excited over an extra $25. 25 You know, darling, someday we're going to get all our bills paid off and you'll be able to quit that job. Oh, I don't mind working, Dave. We've been able to use the extra income. How well I know. It was good of Dr. Jaeger to give you a leave of absence to take care of Shelley. He's a great guy, as well as a brilliant psychiatrist. Well, here. Let me have a go at your checkbook. Honey, it's just a silly bank error. I'll call Miss Hartley in the morning and go in on my lunch hour. She can balance it. Let them earn their service charges. Not a girl. I'm going to grab a beer. You want one? No, thanks. I've got to get this stuff put away and see about dinner. Miss Hartley, you old prune, I don't know how to tell you this, but my little old household account is off $1,500. Well, hello there, Mrs. Garrett. We blew it again, didn't we? Oh, this one's a dandy, Miss Hartley. Well, that's the kind I like. A challenge. Now, after you called, I got out all your transactions for last month. This will only take a minute. Let's see now. You said you were off $15. Oh, you misunderstood, Miss Hartley. I said $1,500. Oh, out of sight. <laughs> Looks like somebody misplaced a decimal point, doesn't it? <laughs> Did all your checks come back? Yes. And what about your deposits? Did you check them? No, my husband mails them in. There are only two each month. Uh, but there are three deposit slips here, Mrs. Garrett. And looky here, one of them is for $1,500. Well, I'm glad to see the bank can make mistakes once in a while, Miss Hartley. You put someone else's money into my account. Oh, no way, Mrs. Garrett. Our computer never lies. Look, here's your coded deposit slip, 25th of last month. $1,500 cash on your own deposit form. Well, let me see that. This is my deposit slip, but the date and the amount, that's not my handwriting. Uh, perhaps Mr. Garrett. Oh, no, no, that's impossible. W would anyone else have access to your deposit slips? No, and even if they had, who would deliberately put money into someone else's account? Oh, isn't this wild? I've never had this happen before. How exciting. I can't wait to tell the girls. Wait a minute. Last month, my handbag was stolen, but it was mailed back to me anonymously. Everything was still in it. The money, the credit cards, the checkbook. Are you still using the same pad of checks? Yes, I, I think so. May I see it? Well, certainly. Here. Well, I've solved the mystery, Mrs. Garrett. Look, the last deposit form in your checkbook has been removed. <laughs> Isn't this a guess? But I don't understand. <laughs> Mrs. Garrett, check with your husband. I'll bet he wanted to surprise you. What a lucky girl you are to have such a generous man. I'll, I'll do that, Miss Hartley. Thank you. One thing's certain. As far as the bank is concerned, that money is yours. Our computer never lies. You've been very helpful, Miss Hartley. Goodbye. No sweat, Mrs. Garrett. Goodbye. See you next month. Uh, now, why can't I find a man like that? <laughs> why can't I find a man?
Emily, this is Eve. Put me through to Dave, will you please? Thanks. Dave, Eve, I stopped at Dr. Banner's office on the way home. Oh, no, no, nothing's wrong with Shelley. I paid him some money. Well, well, you see, there was this strange mix-up at the back. Oh, darling, there's someone at the back door, probably Cora after a free cup of coffee. I'll, I'll tell you all about it when you get home. Okay, dear, see you shortly. Okay, okay, I'm coming. Hello, Mrs. Garrett. Hello. Mrs. Garrett, there is a matter of utmost importance I must speak to you about. Are you a salesman? If so, I really don't... Heaven forbid. I hate salesmen. On the contrary, I want to give you something. That is... May I come in for a moment, Mrs. Garrett? I... I don't know. You seem to know me, but I've never seen you before. Yes, I, I know you very well. May I call you Eve? What? <laughs> Forgive me again. I haven't introduced myself, have I? How ungracious of me. Yes, I'll call you Eve, and you can call me Santa Claus. How kind of you to invite me in, Eve. Do sit down. You look a trifle pale. Here at the kitchen table will do nicely. There, there. There, that's better. Now, isn't this cozy? Who are you? What do you want? I'll make this as brief and to the point as possible, Eve. I know Shelley will be home from school in about 15 minutes, and Dave won't be far behind. Do you know them? Almost as well as I know you. But <laughs> let's keep this arrangement between ourselves, shall we? Arrangement? Certainly. I have a small favor to ask of you. What kind of favor? Don't sound so suspicious, Eve. After all, shouldn't I be thanked in some small way for returning your, uh, stolen purse? You found my handbag? Found? <laughs> yes, that's a good word for it. You know, you were a bit careless about where you set it down. I'm beginning to get the picture. You stole my handbag, then you... You took a deposit slip from my checkbook and put that money in my account. Why? I thought you would never ask... Well, will you look at the time? Shelley will be home any minute, and unless she went through the park again. Shall we get on with it? Eve, you are a secretary for the eminent psychiatrist, Dr. Jager. There is an old gentleman of my acquaintance who is one of Dr. Jager's patients. His name is Marcus Reed. Know who I mean? Yes, I know who he is. This little favor I mentioned? Merely remove Marcus Reed's file from Dr. Jager's office and give it to me. Well, that's impossible. Why should I do that? For $1,500, Eve. Oh, you're out of your mind. I'd never do that. That's confidential information. Besides, I don't have access to those files. They're locked in Dr. Jager's private office. But you know where the keys are, Eve. In Dr. Jager's desk, right? Get me the file. Let me look at it Friday night, and you can replace it bright and early Monday morning. Simple? What do you expect to find in that file? How can I tell, dear lady, until I see the file? Men of strange creatures, Eve, they must tell their innermost secrets to someone. Their wives, their priests, their psychiatrists. Mr. Reed's wife has long since thrown off these mortal coils. I am confident he doesn't have a priest, so the uh, truth is, Eve, Mr. Marcus Reed suspects me of... <laughs> it's 
such a nasty word. Embezzlement. It seems a, a certain fund is short a few, well, let's say a rather tidy sum. I want to impress that upon you. As a matter of fact, you might say it's a matter of survival. Mister, you can stop right now. I have no intention of burglarizing my employer's files for you or anyone else. Hmm, I see. Well, I can see I have misjudged you, Eve. So tell you what. I'll just be on my way and you can forget you ever saw me. Oh, oh uh, there is one thing. Would you kindly return my $1,500, please? Just write me a check. I trust you. You do still have the money, don't you? I... <laughs> of course you don't. I forgot. Earlier today, you applied it to your account at the office of Dr. Banner. In partial payment on a substantial balance as yet unpaid for Shelley's little surgical problem. You can't prove you deposited that money in my account. As far as the bank is concerned, it's mine. Oh. I must inform you I've been engaged in a little research on Eve Garrett. <laughs> now, who would think a lovely lady like you was once arrested for shoplifting and, in fact, spent some considerable time in jail as a result of it? But, but that was years ago. A single indiscretion at a time I'm when sure, I... I'm sure, I'm sure. Still, it is a bit of a stigma, isn't it? Does... Dave know about it? Does Shelley? Does Dr. Jager? <laughs> well, I can see they don't. But a simple phone call would... Oh, you certainly have done your work well. Why, thank you, Eve. You were made to order. Well, <laughs> would you look at that clock? I really must get on my horse. Now, now, remember, Friday's the day. The file on Marcus Reed. Thanks for the hospitality, Eve. I'll be in touch. Oh, Shelley, you, you startled me. I didn't hear you come in. Who was that handsome devil that just went out the back door? Some kind of salesman? You might say that, Shelley. You just might say that. Are you leaving? Well, wasn't Mrs. Colvin my last appointment? Well, yes, oh, but... I thought so. I'm taking off a little early to shoot a little golf this afternoon. Oh, so no. What's that? I mean, I, I didn't finish this correspondence. You said you wanted it out today. Oh, that's right. That should get in the mail. Well, I'll tell you what. Here, Eve, uh, take my office key, and uh, you sign the letter for me, and uh, when you're through, just lock up and go home. Oh, but Dr. Jager, you always sign... I'm not so concerned, Eve. The only key you need to use is... Uh, yeah, this one, for the front door. The rest are just keys to my office files. But, Doctor, I'm all alone. What if I... Please, please, I'm late. I have a four o'clock tea off, okay? Uh, oh, be sure to turn the lights off. Uh, have a nice weekend. See you on Monday. Dr. Jager? Wait, Dr. Jager! Uh, hey, Shelley, I've seen this movie before. Would you like to know how it ends? Well, Daddy, that's not fair. Hey, I just remembered. You never told me about that mix-up at the bank. What happened? Oh, nothing. Just just a silly error. It, 
It seemed important at the time. It's all straightened out. Good. Well, if you two ladies don't mind, I'm going to bed. I think I'll finish the movie. Me too. This is me. Oh, no, young lady. It's bedtime. Friday night or no Friday night, you need your rest. Get moving. Oh, Eve. Come on, Shelly. Up we go. Hey, would you look at that fog rolling in? Good night to be inside. Good night, honey. Good night, dear. Good night, Shelly. Good night, Eve. Tell me how it ends, Daddy. The butler did it. Oh, Daddy, you not. <laughs> I, I, I'll take it down here. Hello? Hello, Eve. This is Santa Claus. Oh, hi, Cora. Who is it, Eve? Oh, just Cora from next door, dear. Doesn't she ever go to bed? Aren't you taking a chance calling me here? Oh, life is one big chance, Eve. Especially lately. Have you got the file? Yes. I'll be right over. No, you won't. I'll, uh, I'll meet you somewhere. Good thinking, Eve. How about that charming little park a few blocks down the street? It's quite deserted tonight. All right. It'll be a while. Well, take your time. I'll be there. see where I'm going. Where is he? Now, let's see. The playground is over there. The picnic tables are that way. The new pool must be right around here. Hello, Eve. <gasps> Shelly, what are you doing here? Did you follow me? No, I've been here quite a while. I don't understand. I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but I couldn't help hearing you and that man the other day in the kitchen. You heard? Everything. And tonight on the upstairs phone, Eve, when you arranged to meet him here. He sounded so menacing. Shelley, Shelley, I appreciate your concern, but you shouldn't be involved in this. Now, please, go home to bed. You need your rest. But don't you want to know where the man is? You've seen him? He chased me. What? He was waiting here by the pool. Well, this is where I watched them pour the cement the other day. Oh, be careful, Shelley. Don't get too close to the edge. Anyway, I told him you changed your mind and weren't coming. He got mad and started after me. You know you're not supposed to run. I knew exactly what I was doing. But what happened? Where is he? Take a step closer to the edge of the pool, Eve. That's right. Now, look down. Oh! Oh, my God. Is that him at the bottom of the pool? I dodged out of the way and he went right over the barricade. He screamed all the way down until he... Shelly, how terrible for you. Not really. I remember when my mother plunged over the cliff at the beach. She screamed, too. It was exciting. What? Just a nudge was all it took. She was standing right at the edge of the cliff, like you're standing at the pool. And suddenly, I couldn't help myself. I reached out. Like this, Shelly. What are you doing? Shelly, don't. Don't.
Shelly, are you awake? Yes, Daddy. Shelly, I don't know how to tell you. I, I have some tragic news. What is it, Daddy? Well, last night there was an accident in the park. And this morning, some strange man and Eve were found at the bottom of the swimming pool. Now, death is a difficult subject to explain to someone as young as you, and especially so soon after the surgery on your... Uh... Brain, Daddy. You can say it. I had brain surgery. Yes. Daddy, we're all alone again. Just you and me. Yes. For a while. The man is dead. Eve was very badly hurt, but she'll live. The police are waiting outside her hospital room to find out what happened just as soon as she's able to speak. Shelley, do me a favor. After all we've been through, and after all Eve's been through, honey, when she gets home, don't you think this would be a good time to start calling her Mom? Crisis has brought you Pay As You Exit, an original radio play written and directed by Tony Aries, and featuring Pat French, Ray Court, Shirley Aries, Lee Posh, and Douglas Young. Crisis is distributed around the world by Nostalgia Broadcasting Corporation, St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs>